Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 122 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, what we are going to talk about is what are the determinants of you having enough money in retirement. Yesterday, we talked specifically about what we can do right in order to make sure that our money outlives us and that we do not outlive our money but today what we're really going to get at is what determines the amount of money that we actually have when we retire what determines uh, whether we have the money adequate for us to um, you know do the things that we want to do in retirement or uh, the money to live the retirement that we've always wanted to live and so that's what i'm really going to focus on today what are these things and some of them we can control some of them we can't uh, but we're going to take a deep dive into all of them now before we get started if you could go down below hit the big red subscribe button like this video leave me any feedback in the comments down below as we go through this episode and i'll be sure to get back to you there if you're listening on apple or spotify podcast then make sure to subscribe and leave me a review there that would be really useful for me and then follow me on social media at mno with dylan and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things that i'm putting out in these long form youtube episodes and podcasts every single day and then if you need somebody to help you walk through your financial life, somebody to help you create a financial plan that is specific to you and your family uh, and can keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I am your guy. I can help you do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab, and then you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. Now, when it comes to your retirement, there is a lot of ambiguity. Uh, there are a lot of uncertain things when it comes to your retirement. And some of these things are out of your control. Some of these things you have no control over how this particular uh, mechanism or piece of your retirement goes. And then some of these things you have complete and total control over. And so today we are going to split those two and talk about the things you don't have control over and the things you do have control over and what we can do about those things that we do have control over and how each of these different factors, how each of these different determinants of what your retirement is going to look like, of the amount of money in your retirement accounts, uh, how each of these factors uh, plays a part in the ultimate outcome of you retiring and the amount of money with which you will retire. Now, when you talk about the amount of money you want to have in retirement, the amount of income that you want to be bringing in when you retire, uh, the first thing that can uh, really have an impact on what that amount is, and you absolutely cannot control it, is the market, right? The market is going to do what the market is going to do. Now, do we have long-term history that we can look at and we can say, okay, well, the market has done this over the long term, uh, then we can expect that it will do something similar in the future. You can say that, sure. Uh, you can have certain assurances that uh, you know mutual funds and index funds and things of the like uh, will benefit you over the long term, but you have no control over when the market decides to go up, when the market decides to go down. You have no control over you know if you're just about to retire and the market tanks. You have no control over that. Or um, if while you're trying to accumulate money in your younger years, uh, the market is not having a good time of it. You have no control over that. And you have no control over the good either. Uh, and so with the market, with the stock market or the bond market or uh, you know, any of these publicly traded financial markets uh, that you may be dealing in, 
um, you don't have control over the overarching aspects of that market. And uh, that may make you feel uneasy. Obviously, like I said, there is long-term historical evidence that things will go well over the long term. Uh, but you have no way of really knowing whether you're going to make you know, 5% or 10% over the long term. You have no way of knowing whether you're going to make 8% or 12% over the long term. Now, again, uh, there are um, higher likelihoods of some other than others, uh, but you really do not know. And that is something that we cannot control that can have a huge impact on the amount of money that we end up with at retirement. So just for instance, and I've used this example before, and so I will use it again. I've talked before about how easy it is to become a millionaire in America today. If your goal is to have a million dollars at retirement, then that is a very admirable goal to have. Well, if you begin at age 20 or 25 or whatever, and you go for 40 years, you invest for 40 years straight, and you average 10% per year uh, compounded over that time period, which historically has been shown to be a good possibility. Uh, and if you made that return over that 40 years, at the end of the 40 years, you would have had a million dollars, but you would have only needed uh, to invest $158.13 per month in order to get to that point, making 10% per year. But if you simply just bring that amount down just a few percentage points and you go from 10% down to 6% annualized, uh, now this is not necessarily in the long-term data, but that is not to say that it could not occur. Um, if you only make a, an annual compounded rate of 6% per year, then you would have had to invest $502.14 per month in order to get to a million dollars at the end of that 40-year period. That is a huge discrepancy in the amount of money you have to invest to get to the same outcome. And uh, this is an extremely significant event. This is an extremely significant uh, outcome that we're looking at here. It's your retirement. And we need to make sure that we can get to the amount of money that we need to get to. And that's why uh, I said yesterday, you need to make sure that, you know, if you can pile up as much as you can, uh, because you don't know what your returns are going to be. You don't know what the market is going to do. And, and not knowing uh, what the market is going to do, uh, then there could be a huge discrepancy between uh, the amount of money uh, that you thought you needed to invest per month to get somewhere uh, and the actual amount that you really would have needed given the prevailing uh, market rates that are offered. So the market, we can't control it, but it does impact our returns. Then there's obviously the unexpected. There's the market. The market, it's ambiguous. There's a lot of things about it that um, you know, lead to a lot of questions and, and you don't know uh, a ton about it maybe and uh, you can't control it. Well, you also can't control things like emergencies occurring. You can't control the unexpected things that could occur in your life. I mean, you may get to a point in your life where, uh, you know, maybe something occurs that is just going to be a long-term drain uh, on your money. Maybe it is going to uh, really keep you from building up the amount of wealth that you wanted to build up over time. Maybe it is something medically that is going to be very costly. Uh, maybe you have a family member that, like a mom, dad, a brother, sister, or somebody you're very close to, 
that uh, has some type of medical issue and you need to take care of them or uh, you have to move and take a job elsewhere for you know some particular reason the unexpected uh, things that occur within your life that you just could not have planned for uh, they can have an impact on your long-term ability to build wealth and um, with the financial action plan with the plan that i've actually built out for you guys i obviously have an emergency fund component so we're planning for emergencies but some emergencies are huge and not only are some emergencies are huge they have um, just these long-term effects on our lives and so the fact that these types of long-term effects can be real and they can occur we want to um, you know, make note of that and understand that there are things in our life that we just cannot control. And those things can impact the amount of money we end up having when we retire, uh, because it is going to impact the amount of money that we have today. And so, um, there's a lot of things in our lives that, you know, obviously I don't want you to cash out your retirement accounts for uh, just any old reason, but there are a lot of things in our lives, a lot of people in our lives that, um, you know, if given the choice, uh, then we would obviously choose them, their well-being, their health, um, and you know, doing what's right over uh, the you know compounding that we could get in the market. So I definitely understand that, and that is why it is something that could determine the amount of money you end up with at retirement, and you cannot control those things. And it puts you in a position where you have to make a lot of decisions. Um, and let's not forget that the unexpected can be good. Okay, uh, I just focused on a lot of the bad there because I wanted to just kind of get that out of my system. But the unexpected could also be good. This doesn't just have to be negative. Uh, the unexpected can be, you know, you ended up inheriting some money that you didn't know was there or inherited a life insurance policy that you didn't know was there. And you can invest that money uh, for your long-term future. Or uh, maybe you end up getting some job that you never expected to get. Uh, that pays an exorbitant amount of money or you started a business that you didn't uh, you know, really think was going to get much traction, you end up making exorbitant amounts of money. If that is the case, then this can be a positive thing. So do not forget that. Uh, but I want you to know that there is negative that could come along with this uh, that could have unforeseen effects on your long-term financial life as well. But this affects your retirement. This affects the amount of money you end up with and it is an unexpected thing. Now, on to the third thing that we could not plan for, we cannot control, we cannot, um, you know, we don't know how much it's going to be, we don't know uh, what it's going to be from year to year, but it can impact our retirement, and that thing is inflation. Uh, and we have talked about inflation a good bit recently, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but uh, what we are talking about when we're talking about inflation is the long-term rising of the prices of goods and services. And uh, when you're seeing the prices of goods and services rise within an economy, uh, then what's gonna end up happening, things are just going to be more expensive uh, over time. Therefore, the amount of money that you may end up saving uh, for retirement may not be uh, what you really want it to be. It may not be enough for you. It may not be adequate uh, to you know live the life that you want to live in retirement. And so taking inflation into account is extremely important, but the problem is obviously you don't know what it's going to be year to year. And this is, again, another reason why we want to uh, end up saving so much, uh, maybe more than we need, more than we think we will need, uh, because these types of things can have a long-term effect on our ability to live the retirement that we want to live. Now, 
This is not going to directly impact the exact amount of money that is going to be in your retirement account necessarily, because we are talking about the increases of the prices of goods and services, which is uh, going to have a positive effect on uh, your retirement accounts over time, because who sells uh, the goods and services, the companies that you know you own within your index funds and mutual funds and things like that. Uh, but if you don't own a lot of things like that and you own a lot of more fixed income investments and things of the like, then this can really have a, an impact on your retirement. Now, again, it won't impact returns directly, uh, but it will impact the purchasing power, your ability to do the things that you want to do, buy the things you want to buy with your money in retirement. And then the fourth thing that you cannot control that can impact your retirement is Social Security. And there's a couple reasons why this can impact um, you know, your retirement and your retirement accounts even. Because if Social Security were to cease to exist uh, in the way it does today, where they provide checks to uh, the elderly and um, you know, giving them monthly income that uh, is part of the entitlement program of Social Security, if that ceases to exist, then uh, a couple things occur. Well, one, you have less guaranteed income in retirement. Therefore, you have to make up for income in retirement. Well, how would you make up for that income? You would obviously save more out of your own pocket uh, into your retirement account. So uh, if Social Security were to cease to exist, then uh, obviously there would be a real need to save, a real need to invest for the future. Therefore, uh, you would likely be pushing more money into your retirement accounts, thus making uh, your retirement accounts higher. Uh, but if Social Security were to cease to exist around the time that you were going to retire, uh, then you may need to rethink uh, your retirement accounts, rethink uh, you know, retiring at all possibly, because that is going to be an amount of fixed income that you are not going to receive. Uh, so Social Security, we don't know uh, if it's going to be around, we don't know in what amounts. We don't know what it's going to look like over the long term. But what we do know uh, is that we cannot count on it. And so we need to still make sure that we are building up uh, the biggest retirement nest egg that we can. And if we end up having more than we need, then that's fine. Good. And if we end up having full Social Security, then that's fine. Good. Uh, but not having it can be a detriment to our retirement. So that can be a big factor in uh, impacting the retirement that you're going to live, especially uh, if you're somebody who is going to rely on that for income uh, for your actual bills that you're going to pay month to month. Now, those are four things that you cannot control. Let's talk about four things that you can control, four things that you can control uh, when you're talking about your retirement, factors that are going to impact your retirement directly, especially your retirement plans and the income that you bring in in retirement. First, and the most definitive determinant of the amount of money that you end up with in retirement, here it goes, savings amount. The amount of money you actually put away is the number one determinant of uh, the amount of money that you end up with when you are retired. And this is something that you can 100% control. Now, how can you control this? Obviously, uh, you only can control your income so much, right? You can only have so much control over your income. But how can you control the amount of money you end up putting away of that income? Well, obviously live below your means. You can live as far below your means as you want to and any extra money that you have, you can save and invest that money for the future. 
And this is what's really going to get you home. If you're worried about those things you can't control, like the market, or you're worried about uh, the effects of inflation over the long term, or if you're worried about Social Security not being there, then actually saving more, changing your savings amount over time is what can get you to a strong retirement, even in lieu of those things going negatively. Uh, so the amount of money that you save is definitely going to be a direct correlation with the amount of money you end up having in retirement. Now, it can be extremely positive because, hey, save more, save more, save more, you'll end up with more. But it can also be extremely negative because if you save less, you will also end up with less. So you have to make sure uh, that if you want to have any type of comfortable retirement over the long term, uh, it is not a good plan to rely on the government and Social Security uh, and all of the factors that you cannot control. You need to take things into your own hands that you actually can take into your own hands. And one of those things is the amount of money that you save out of your check every single month. Again, I'll go back to my original example that I talked about at the beginning of this episode. If you just save $158 a month from uh, the age of 20 to 60 or 25 to 65 or 30 to 70, a 40 year time period and you make 10% per year, you can end up with a million dollars. But we don't know what the market's going to do, so save more. You can build up a substantial amount of money no matter what your income is. Uh, so take that into your control and save the amount that you can save for your future. Now, what else can impact our retirement that we can definitely control? Something else that we can definitely control is our spending. And maybe even more so than our saving, because our saving is also dependent on our income, uh, which we have limited control over, even though we have some control over what our income is. Uh, your spending is 100% controllable, right? You can control the amount of money that leaves your hand or your wallet and goes into somebody else's. You can control that. And not only do you need to control it when you are planning to retire, not only do you need to control it when it is time to retire, you need to control it while you are leading up to retirement. Why? Because if you are overspending now uh, when you are needing to save money and invest money for your future, then you are going to save and invest less for your future. And that is not what we want. We do not want to be saving and investing less for our future because uh, we are too big of spenders today. And in the same way, you know, if we get in this habit of just spending, spending, spending and being exorbitant spenders today, well, we'll be exorbitant spenders in retirement. And we obviously do not want that. Uh, but if you want to know something that is absolutely going to determine the amount of money that you end up with in your retirement accounts, the amount of money that you spend today will definitely do so. Because if you are not somebody who is willing to forego consumption and invest your money and save your money for the future, then a world of hurt may be waiting for you at retirement and you may not end up with the amount of money that you thought you would end up with. And so let's make sure that that's not the case. Let's definitely control our spending, have a budget, right? I preach budgeting. You need to budget. Uh, let's make sure that we're not going into debt. Let's make sure that we're not going into debt and spending money on things that we don't need to uh, spend money on just because we want status symbols like cars uh, or, you know, the a house you can't afford or, you know, you're buying things on credit cards like clothes and electronics or whatever it may be. Uh, let's not do that. And uh, let's use our money for better means. Let's use our money in order to prepare ourselves for the future in the best way that we can. Now, the third thing that we can control is something that I really want to key in on. 
The third thing that we can control that is going to impact the amount of money that we end up with at retirement is when we start saving for retirement. I mean, you may be sitting here at, you know, 22, 23, 4, 5, 30, 35 and saying, I have time. I have time. I don't need to save money for retirement today. I don't need uh, to be opening retirement accounts. I'm nowhere near retirement. Why in the world would I do that? Because time is your friend if you allow it to be. And if you don't allow it to be, it will 100% become your enemy. Uh, because if you want to retire at a certain time, uh, you have to do the math, understand uh, the time value of money, understand compounding money over time, and how much money you need to save between now and then. And the earlier you start, the easier it is to get to that place. So I want to give you a few examples of how that exactly works out. So for instance, we go back to that same example uh, that I've used already in this episode. If you make 10% per year for 40 years and you want to have a million dollars saved, then you're going to need to save $158.13 per month over 40 years to get to that point. And so that is, you know, not a ton of money every month. Uh, but let's say you waited 20 years. So you invested for half the amount of time, right? So how much money do you think you would need to invest monthly to get to the million dollars then making the same return? Would you think maybe, you know, double, twice as much? No, no, no. Not even close to twice as much. Way, way more than twice as much. Almost 10 times as much money. You would need to invest $1,316.88 per month just to get to that million dollar mark if you started 20 years later and only invested for 20 years. And that's very, very substantial. So when you start is really going to have an impact on how much money you end up with, especially if you're investing the same amount as the person uh, who has been investing for a long period of time. And what's crazy is if you take that example, uh, you take that example of, you know, the individual invest for 40 years, $158 a month, what that ends up being, right, in total amount of money invested, that individual only end up investing $75,900.37, just $75,000, and they end up having a million over the course of their lifetime. But that other individual who waited half the time, obviously the payment is a lot more, the amount that they're putting in is a lot more, they will have invested $316,051.95 over the course of their investing life. That is so much more. So think about how much you are costing yourself by waiting longer. So starting earlier can get you to a better point faster, first of all, and it could get you to the same point as somebody else with a lot less work uh, and a lot less sacrifice having to be made. Because think about the sacrifices you have to make to invest $1,316 monthly versus $158. I mean, $158 is, I mean, a phone bill, but the you know, 1,360, that's a house payment, right? And so we have this big, big problem of people don't want to start early enough. You have to start early. You have to start earlier uh, in order to get to where you want to be. Obviously, there are some milestones that you need to hit. You need to get out of debt. You need to have an emergency fund. But the faster you can do that, you immediately need to get in the business of investing for your future because it is going to make a difference. And the thing is you can absolutely control that because you see how little it takes if you start early to get to that million dollar mark 
when you're young and don't have much money, anything that you can, $50, $100 a month, whatever it may be, set it aside, keep investing it, put it away, put it away, put it away. If you work for a company that has a match, that's the third part of the financial action plan. Actually take advantage of the company match in the 401k and get that free money and start compounding money for yourself, for your future. Uh, you will not regret it because again, you will regret having too small of a nest egg, but you will not regret having too large of one. Now, the last factor that could impact our retirement account amounts uh, that is in our control that we're going to talk about today is your portfolio. Your portfolio of investments is within your control. What you choose to do with your investments is within your control. Uh, good or bad, it is 100% within your control. And we talked a little bit yesterday about being uh, too equity light, right? Because people are living a long time. And so maybe taking a little more risk for a little more time may be a better idea uh, for most individuals. And uh, that may be part of this. And, you know, maybe you were not aggressive enough, right? And so that doesn't get you to, to the amount of money that you want to get to. You end up coming up short. Uh, or let's say you were too aggressive and you were investing in single stocks that you knew nothing about and penny stocks and all these types of things. Uh, and maybe you really lost your head on those types of things. There is definitely a balance. There's definitely a balance to risk and return. And we've talked about this before, but um, there is that direct correlation between risk and return. So you need to pay attention to your portfolio. You need to pay attention to the types of things you're invested in and whether or not they meet your risk tolerance, meaning they are suitable for you, uh, and whether or not they, they're going to provide uh, or have historically provided the long-term returns that you are looking for in your retirement account. And then along with just what you're invested in, uh, you also need to pay attention to uh, what the fees are in your portfolio, right? What are your expense ratios, 12B1 fees, any types of loads that you may have on mutual funds. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to, if you're using an advisor, what are the advisory fees? Uh, and Because that's going to impact your return because that is money that they are taking from you over time. Uh, and we wanna make sure that they take as little money from us over time as possible. And then you also need to pay attention to your taxes because if you know you end up paying large amounts in taxes because maybe you are you know trading in a uh, brokerage account or whatever it may be, which I don't necessarily condone, but let's say you did something like that. Uh, if you did those types of things, then you, know, you could have tax costs that could really eat into the amount of money that you get to keep over time. Because ultimately what we're trying to do here with your portfolio is to gain and keep as much money over time as we can. And the truth of it all is it's not difficult to gain an adequate amount of money because you can do that, you know, just based on basic index funds, mutual funds, things like that. It's most difficult to keep it uh, because you have to pay attention to all those um, exogenous factors such as fees uh, and costs and taxes and all of those different types of things. So this is within our control. This is going to impact the amount of money that we end up with at retirement. Uh, and it's going to impact how we can um, you know, end up taking money off of our retirement accounts in retirement and the amount of withdrawal rate that we can actually use realistically uh, when taking money off of our retirement accounts as well. So that's it. Those are the things, the things you can control, the things you cannot control that are going to impact your retirement over time. Take these into account. Understand how these different factors can impact your retirement. And if you understand them, you take heed of them, and you do things in the proper way, I promise you, you'll end up uh, with a retirement account, retirement funds uh, that are going to be more than adequate when you are set to retire. 
Thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below if you haven't done so already, and I'll be sure to get back to you there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then make sure to uh, subscribe and leave me a review there. Uh, that would be much appreciated. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. And that's a good follow for all of you who like the long form YouTube episodes and podcasts every single day. Uh, so check that out. And then if you need somebody to help you to walk through your financial life, to create a plan uh, that is specific to you and your family, and, and that can uh, really push you forward in your ability to gain long-term financial freedom, I can definitely help you with that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work with Dylan tab, and then you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about withdrawal rates in retirement uh, and the amount of money that would be uh, reasonable to be taking off of your retirement accounts over time. So thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.